Hello. I am so excited that you are here. I'm Dr. Christine LaRocca, and you are listening to episode number 11 on why you have a harder time losing weight with type 2 diabetes. If you haven't done so yet, jump over to drlaraca.com to schedule your complimentary consult with me and to grab your free guide to create your personal weight loss plan. Also, I just want to add a disclaimer here that even though I'm a medical doctor, I may not be your doctor. So the things that I teach about are not to be used as medical advice. You should consult your physician to discuss what is best for you personally. However, I would love to become your doctor. So let's definitely get in touch. In fact, you may have noticed that the name of this podcast has changed from weight loss for heroes to LaRocca medical weight loss. That is because on September 1st, just last week, we launched a new practice, LaRocca medical weight loss. Right now, this is a hundred percent virtual program, but we are working on a lease in Greenville, Delaware. So I will keep you updated on the progression of that space. So what we offer is a comprehensive program that includes individual medical visits with myself and also group coaching. So I help you to lose the weight and keep it off. There is no other program like this one. So you can learn more about this program over at the website at the drlaraca.com. But for today, I want to go ahead and dive into the topic. So according to the CDC, in 2020, 13% of United States adults had type 2 diabetes. And even more astonishing, 34.5% were diagnosed with prediabetes. These are high numbers. Here's the issue. Type 2 diabetes affects your ability to lose weight and obesity can lead to the development of type 2 diabetes for someone who is genetically predisposed. It is a double-edged sword. How does type 2 diabetes or prediabetes make it harder to lose weight? Well, you develop one of these disease processes when your blood sugar levels are consistently high. This is mostly from highly processed foods, such as flour and sugar. What happens next is that your pancreas makes the hormone insulin. This is used as a key to open up the cells to let the glucose come inside and be used for energy. When the blood glucose levels, the blood sugar levels are consistently elevated, the insulin is always elevated too, because without insulin, the glucose cannot get out of the bloodstream and get inside of the cells. Once our cells have enough glucose for energy and our body needs are met, the rest of the glucose is stored for later use. One of these storage forms is fat which is also called adipose tissue. How does the body store glucose as fat? Well, the same mechanism as using the blood sugar for energy and using that key system on the outside of the cells, the insulin goes to the fat cells, unlocks them and stores the glucose to plump up those fat cells. Now, insulin is a storage hormone. And if it is consistently elevated, you will be consistently storing fat. It is harder for people with prediabetes or type two diabetes to lose weight because the insulin is always elevated. Not only that, but the key on those cells, 
that uses the insulin to open up, that starts to malfunction. Now the cells actually become resistant to the insulin. And now the pancreas needs to create more and more insulin to be able to open up the cells and let that blood sugar inside. It's a vicious cycle. There is even a new recommendation by the United States Preventative Services Task Force to get screened for type 2 diabetes if you're over the age of 35 and overweight. The recommendation used to be for people age 40 and over, but now we are finding that patients are getting diagnosed with type 2 diabetes earlier, and we can also find pre-diabetes earlier to intervene and try to reduce your risk of developing type two diabetes from prediabetes. So overweight is defined as a body mass index higher than 25. You can calculate your body mass index by putting into the Google search bar, CDC BMI, and it'll teach you how to calculate. You just compare your height with your weight. If you have ever struggled with weight loss, and don't know your blood sugar levels, you should get screened either with a fasting glucose level or with a hemoglobin A1C, which is the three month average of your blood sugar. Talk to your doctor about these labs, or when you sign up with me, this is part of the initial lab panel. How can we improve diabetes or how can we improve progression from prediabetes to type two diabetes? We need to start with improving insulin sensitivity. This means that your body will respond better to the insulin that it is producing and will need to produce less of it. The most significant way we can do this is with weight loss, with the foods that we are eating and the physical activity that you are doing. Weight loss and insulin sensitivity go hand in hand. Weight loss improves insulin sensitivity and improved insulin sensitivity leads to more weight loss. So this becomes a good cycle. Increasing insulin sensitivity can lead to us either decreasing or stopping diabetes medications altogether. In some of my patients, I have gotten them completely off of medication when they are thoughtful about when they eat and what they eat. Other patients have been able to reduce medications. Some patients cannot completely stop medications because at a certain point, the pancreas gets completely burned out from making too much insulin and those cells can't produce it anymore. There are also disease processes that harm the cells that make insulin. But in most cases, type two diabetes and prediabetes can be controlled with nutrition, timed eating, and physical activity. So what can you do to get started today? Two things. The first is decreasing highly refined foods. These are things such as breads, pastas, white rice, cereals, chips, crackers, and sugars. Breads, you may find that there's wheat versus white. We've always taught, you know, eat a wheat bread, eat a wheat pasta. They're better than the white. Now that is true because they have some nutrients added back. However, wheat bread or grain bread is still a very refined food. And all of these highly refined foods are the ones that are going to keep that blood sugar very high 
and keep the insulin high so that we're storing more and more fat. And this is what we want to avoid. The second thing that you can do is implement a form of intermittent fasting under the guidance of a physician. This is not always safe to do independently with people who are on type two diabetes medications, especially insulin. So I have a free workshop coming up on September 15th at 4 PM Eastern time, where I will teach you how to create a personalized intermittent fasting plan that works specifically for your lifestyle. So you can check out that link to register in the show notes, but I want to tell you why this needs to be under the guidance of a physician. When you have a diagnosis of type two diabetes, your blood sugar is impaired. And so what we want to avoid is if you drastically change your diet, we need to be adjusting your medications accordingly. So this needs to be monitored very cautiously to avoid low blood sugar, which is called hypoglycemia. Hypoglycemia can lead to tremors, abdominal cramping, nausea, even things as severe as seizures, coma, and death. And so this is why we take this very seriously. Now, this intermittent fasting workshop that I'm hosting is for anybody. It's not only for patients with prediabetes or type two diabetes, anybody can implement intermittent fasting as part of their weight loss plan. So I would love to have you all come on over, but generally healthy people without a diagnosis of type two diabetes or without a diagnosis of high blood pressure or other medical, um, diagnoses can do intermittent fasting without significant consequences, but I want you to be very safe with doing this. So I always want you to run it by your doctor. Okay. So this is what I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope that this helps along your weight loss journey. Please leave me a podcast review. Doing this will help me out and make the podcast more viewable by others that are searching for weight loss solutions. I'll talk to you next week, but in the meantime, make the most out of this one. All right. Bye now.